0: Welcome into the Locked On Knicks Podcast. I'm Gavin Shaw, and today we'll discuss a big win over the Pelicans, the power of the Knicks Big Three, and how Josh Hart and Emmanuel Quickly are rapidly becoming one of the best bench duos in the NBA. You are Locked On Knicks, your daily New York Knicks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I think we see Willis coming out. There he comes right now. He's up left, now fires the three, and he's run! And he's And he's Anthony for three! Five! That one goes down! This is all back up off the glass, it's good! Becomes infectious. Becomes infectious. You are locked on, Nicks, your daily New York Knicks. Podcast and today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. First time users can receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars with promo code locked on. That's prizebix.com, promo code locked on. And I wanted to thank you for making Locked On Nicks your first listen today. And every day, if you didn't know now, you do. We are available on all platforms, and that includes on YouTube. So if you want to go see my smiling face, Alex Wolf smiling face, uh, go tune in there and be sure to subscribe and be sure to click the notifications bell so you never, ever miss an episode. But who's talking to you? I'm Gavin Shell, your favorite play by play broadcaster's favorite play by play. Broadcaster, uh, covering um the Long Island High School Basketball Championships right now. In fact, if if you want a little bit of a Knicks connection on Tuesday night, I am going to be broadcasting Shamanade against St. Anthony on the Varsity Media Sports Network. And Shamanade features uh Dave or David DeBusher, who is the uh, grandson of Knicks legend uh Dave DeBusher, and he got a shout out on the MSG broadcast during the Pelicans game. So that was. That was kind of cool. Um, so if you want to tune to that, uh, check out the Varsity Media Sports Network on YouTube. But uh, without further ado, let, let's get into the real reason you guys are here. The New York Knicks, a 128-106 to 106 victory over the New Orleans Pelicans. And it was a, a show-out uh, game for the Knicks' big three. Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett combining for 73 points between the three of them. Julius with 28, 7, and 5. RJ with 25, seven assists and four rebounds. And uh, Jalen Brunson, 20 points. Um, I'm going to start with RJ Barrett because this was uh, this was one of my favorite games uh, we've seen from him all season long. Uh, finished with those seven assists after a, a quick scan here, a, a season high for RJ Barrett. And I feel like, I mean, that, that is usually the number I look for as, as, as the bellwether on top of his overall shooting and, and free throw attempts for whether or not, I don't know, I'm just listing every, every positive stat, but as, as kind of the bellwether for whether or not RJ had a good game. What I'm looking for on the court, particularly is how many times he sets up Mitchell Robinson. Because that, that is representative of two things for R.J. Barrett. One, that he's not settling, that he's he's playing kind of that 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 physical bounce-off-you, almost running back-style type of game, attacking the basket. And once he gets there, he's not blindly throwing up shots over centers when um, he doesn't have to, and is instead uh, finding his guy, Mitchell Robinson. There were three times that R.J. did not only assist Mitchell Robinson, he assisted Mitchell Robinson for the best shot in the game, a, a dunk. Um, It started off early where he, he just had impeccable pacing on a pick and roll um, timing his drive with Mitch's dive, holding two defenders in place by, by how slowly he was going to the rim and then just a hook lob um, up to Mitch. And then had another slip under the rim to Mitch for a dunk. And then finally finish it off with in the lane, like a little lefty, push pass to Mitchell Robinson for one final jam. But RJ also showed off really nice two men get with both Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. as there was, there was just like a, like a number of times throughout the game. Um, those guys set each other up. Uh, Brunson had one of my favorite passes of the season for him where he was, he was doubled by Jonas Valanciunas. And I'm, I'm trying to remember the other defender might've been Herb Jones. And he, and he kind of pivoted one way fake towards Grimes at the top of the key and that was sort of a message to uh to, to say, all right, this isn't a five-long fire. I'm going to get back into the lane. Some Brunson single team just reverse pivots and, and just kind of in midair, corkscrews it over to R.J. Barrett. And after he noticed that one, Jonas hit the lane, two, that uh, Brandon Ingram uh, was back in the paint. Um, R.J. Uh, drained the right wing three. And then RJ actually um, returned the favor. All right. So I I got my plays mixed up. This was the play that Brandon Ingram was sitting in the paint and um, it it was two help. It was two passes away. So Ingram kind of felt comfortable being like, all right, just in case um, RJ wants to drive, I'm going to be here to swat it. And RJ just bulleted a pass to the opposite wing um, to Brunson for a triple. And and then uh, Julius set RJ up for a couple of threes as well. So all, all three of those guys, helping each other out. And, you know, we've, we've been a little down, a little negative on this podcast of late on RJ Barrett, I, I think with good reason, but this is the kind of game. Um, and, and to a lesser extent last night or the other night's game against the wizards that gives you hope um, in who RJ Barrett is and who he can be. And, and also just the, the big three as a collective concept, because I, I think we, we all kind of acknowledge coming into the season that more likely than not, it was going to be a bit of a clunky fit, right? Three lefties, three guys who all prefer to operate inside the arc. Um, and what's made it work is that uh, Julius Randle, um, at one point this year, was was lead, for for at least a, a two month stretch, was leading the league in three point attempts and, and hitting them at a good enough volume. It was that Jalen Brunson significantly um, upticked his his attempts um, on self created three pointers. Well, not only maintaining his accuracy, but actually increasing his accuracy pretty dramatically on those shots. Um, and then RJ just is, is kind of been the the turd in the punch bowl and, and hasn't really done his part to to make that uh, pairing or the, that trio work. But tonight he did. And 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 all he really has to do is, is get downhill, be selective about when he shoots, be selective about when he passes and, uh, just generally read the game versus predetermining what he is going to do with the basketball. And I thought tonight he did a great job of that. And it, it really showed up, not, not just in the plays that I've already mentioned, but just, just in his scoring, um, variety he had like, had this one, um, oh, I mean, it's just his first, his first bucket of the game was a move that, um, I'm sure he's done this year. I don't even remember seeing from him this year where he went behind the back between the legs, um, step back. Uh, for a midi hasn't taken a lot of those. And, and and you knew when that went in on the first shot, I was like, all right, either he's going to he's gonna shoot a bunch and this is going to be the high point or, or we're in for a really good night from him. And, and then uh was surrounded by three defenders, had this awesome change of pace where he just burst right through them, galloped to the rim uh for a layup, um, curled his way into a left wing three, used his size to bully Jose Alvarado, was playing with some pace defensively, had a nice righty finish between two defenders. The only thing I didn't like from RJ is that times he was he was trying to force um, the issue versus mismatches and committed two like two pretty blatant offensive fouls. And look, if someone occasionally gives up their body and takes a charge on you, that's fine. But these were plays where RJ just didn't have to hold on to the ball for such a long time. as kind of bully ball, bully ball, bully ball, uh, commit a foul. And, and there's a fine line there for RJ, right? Because when someone like Alvarado's on him, I want him to go at the matchup, but um, he's just not quite as skillful as a, as a Julius Randall at matchup hunting. And I still, I still don't love it when Julius pounds the heck out of the basketball, but given how efficient he is this year, and, and given how often he is doing that to pass rather than to score, I, I can I can be content with that balance from Julius Randle. From RJ, it is a little bit different. All right, so I want to come back. I want to I want to say a couple more things about Julius Randle's night because he he followed up or um, arguably his best game of the season with with another banger and and another um, monster first quarter for for one of the best first quarter scores. Um, in the entire NBA. Uh, but before we get to that, um, I want to tell you guys all about our friends at Price Picks. Uh, tonight, I am going to take against the Boston Celtics. So big game. I am taking Jalen Brunson over 24 and a half points. I, I think he, he is a really, really big night. I am taking uh, Julius Randall um, over three and a half threes made. Um, I, I think the hot shooting is, is not stopping anytime soon. And I am going to take Emmanuel quickly uh, over 3.5 assists. I think he is going to have quite the night as a playmaker. So how does it work? All you have to do is pick two to six players and if they go score more or less than their prize picks projection. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. So, it's no competing, it's other people, just you versus the projections available. And PricePix offers projections on any sport you can watch, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They offer safe and fast withdrawals, and they're currently operational in over 30 states and most importantly, Canada. So, download the PricePix app or go to PricePix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100 if you deposit $50. I will give you fifty bucks, so don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at Sign Up for an instant deposit match up to one hundred and fifty dollars. And with that, we are back on the Locked On Knicks podcast. Um, told you all about RJ Barrett for Julius Randle. Um, I just, I just thought this was one of his cleanest games of the year. You guys heard with RJ, I have a, I have a propensity for for being nitpicky. I take pride. And being a little bit nitpicky, uh, there was really, there was really no no nits to pick uh, with Julius Randle tonight, and and even in some of his bigger games, I'm like, all right, but like he probably shouldn't have taken that shot, or all right, he, he did some risky passes, and there were a couple turnovers, maybe one shot I'd want back, but overall, this was this was pretty close to a a perfect game uh, for Julius Randle. 11 for 20 from the field. Five for ten from three. We mentioned the twenty points, the seven boards, the five assists. Fantastic game. Got it started. How he seemingly starts all of his great games this year with a with a super deep three. I promise. I know. I always. I keep referencing this on the podcast. Um, at some point this year, I am going to go back and track um, the first three point attempt of every game for the season for Julius Randle. I'm convinced he's shooting about seventy percent on them, and it always feels like they're. High degree of difficulty, and it just doesn't matter. And then he, he just he just got hotter from there. Hit a hit a twisting elbow jumper, um, hit a straight on three. Had eight points in the first two minutes and five seconds, and, and just felt like he was. I mean, it, so often it's Jalen Brunson, um, but tonight it was absolutely Randall, just setting the tone that this game was never going to be close. And it 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 ultimately wasn't, as as the Knicks um, got way up early. It was forty two to sixteen uh, or 42 to 26, excuse me. After the first quarter, it was 51 to 28, um, early in the second, they got, um, by 40 or not by 40 by 30 in the fourth quarter. Um, but at one point it looked, it looked for a moment, right? Like the Pelicans, despite, uh, Julius nearly burying them with those four threes in, in in the first, in the first quarter. Um, it looked like the Pelicans had a little life. They, they got back to back transition buckets off of, uh, Jose Alvarado being his is annoying. I'm, I'm sure I would say I would say lovely if he were a Nick South um, and enforcing, and forcing two turnovers and, and the Pelicans got out and ran. It was 94, 78 tips, calls a timeout, um, runs a set to get Julius a mismatch in the post. Uh, Josh Richardson, Julius attacks the mismatch, scores a layup easily. And from that point, the Knicks, the Knicks kind of never look back from that point. Right. It was not not much of a ball game um from there on out and uh and that's that's kind of the randall we've gotten this year someone who can can punish you if, if you're if you're daring enough to to throw a guard on him and and then just the the unselfishness and 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 to me like i i i just noted earlier the bellwether for rj like how often is he getting to land how often is he, is he getting lobs and, and little slip passes to mitchell robinson for dunks? For Julius Randle, what I look for is, is how early is he passing the basketball. I'm sure there are some great possessions where he draws two defenders and then he, he kicks it out late and, and, and sets someone up for a three by, by being patient by being meticulous. And he hit a play like that today where he, he kind of just dribbled, 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 waited for the second defender to come, then set up Jalen Brunson, Brunson pump fake, one dribble to the right, hit a three-pointer. That's a great play. But what I love even more from Julius Randle is when he's bringing the ball up the court, he says, Oh, shoot, Quentin Grimes, like his, his defender is a step too far away from him. I recognize that I'm gonna put the ball on a line, get it right to his chest, and it got Quentin Grimes going. Quentin Grimes hit a three, um, finished three for seven for nine points in this ball game, all three of the shots from distance. And that was that was Julius Randle. Um, I'm getting his guy going in this game uh jalen brunson he he just didn't have to do that much in this game right he he finished with 20 points and he got to that mark with four minutes to go in the third quarter and i i kind of like i'm not obviously this wasn't a night off for jalen but i i like him having a lighter workload as the Knicks progress towards the playoffs because i i think the the playoffs like they were last year for him in dallas at least for the first four games are going to be extremely extremely taxing on jalen brunson i think in that type of setting um, the Knicks are going to be relying on him a little bit more than they are on uh, Julius Randle. And I think Jalen Brunson is going to have to be ready for that. And I, I don't mind if he has a couple, couple of quiet nights here and there um, as, as long as, as long as he's fresh uh, when it matters most for the New York Knicks. All right. So since, since I was rolling solo tonight, I decided to um, solicit some questions and instead of a question, I got a fantastic question. Uh, comment from that is not the right thing um, from our guy orange and blue um, at orange and blue. I believe, I believe it's Mike blue. Uh, sorry if I'm, sorry, if I'm getting um, your name wrong, Mike, but I think, I think I'm remembering it correctly um, from the old, um, was it, yeah, it was, it was locker room and then it was green room days. And then uh, he wants to know um, I've been following the IQ slash heart combination for the, Past five games now, and it holds up as an elite production player. The percentages are not sustainable, but they'll be really good. Is this the Knicks best lineup? I, I, th- I think this was meant to be a question. Brunson, IQ, Hart, Randall, Mitch. Of course, with different combos being really good as well. So first, he he noted um, the, the combination for the two. So, so credit credit to our guy for, for doing his research here. And, and I mean, what stands out right off the bat, right? The, the shooting numbers are incredible. 57% from the field. 50% from three. Josh Hart, 10 for 16 from distance since he became a Nick. And, and um if you're only listening, this is why you have to go check out the YouTube channel because I have I have these these tweets up and center and, and they're covering my face. So that's it's kind of a win-win for everyone. Um and and the duos combined to average 29 points per game, 10 rebounds a game, five assists per game, one and a half steals, 1.2 blocks in, in 53 minutes of action. So per 36 for the duo, that's 27, 3.5. Uh, that's one hell of a player, says Mike Plue. Um, so before I answer his question about that being the Knicks' best lineup, I, I kind of wanted to go through and, and say, all right, is that are they looking like one of the best guard duos in the NBA? So the Celtics, when they're fully healthy, they have um, Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon both coming off the bench. I would maybe put that one a little higher just because the scoring talent is, is better, even if the defense isn't isn't quite as good. Uh, the Bucks, um, despite having some new depth, don't have anything comparable at the guard position. The Sixers have uh, Tyrese Maxey, but I believe they're starting D'Anthony Melton these days, so they don't have two guys like that. The Cavs don't have two guys like that. The Nets, the Nets have some great depth, but Seth Curry's fantastic, but not not quite the two way play that you get with IQ and Hart. Uh, the Heat, um, no. The Hawks, nah. The Raptors, no way. Malachi Flynn, shout out. The Wizards with Delon Wright, he is he is really, really good, though. I think he's been starting for them lately. Uh, the Bulls, no. Pacers, no. Magic with Jalen Suggs, he's good, but not that good. Um, Charlotte and Detroit, of course not. So we'll we'll keep it to the Eastern Conference for the for the sake of time. But my point is this is a, a special, special guard duo. So back to the lineup idea. Um, Brunson, IQ, Hart, Randall, Mitchell, Robinson. Is that gonna be the lineup that Closes games for the Knicks in the playoffs. So I I stated in um, our our little uh, quote-unquote midseason, really three-quarter season version of the bold predictions episode that I think ultimately um, R.J. Barrett might not be starting some games in the playoffs if he keeps playing like he did tonight. He will uh, make me eat my words, um, and I can still see that. But as far as finishing, I think it could be. And I think there'll be nights where – where things are clicking for RJ, where his his offense justifies his poor defense. But more often than not, you're going to want the two-way play of those guys. And I think you're going to want hard on the floor lighting games for his rebounding um, more than anything else, um, because he is absolutely uh, special in that capacity. One, just like another crazy loose ball in this game over the Pelicans that he really had no business getting to. Um, and, and his fearlessness, just, just getting... To the rim, and I, I think come playoff time, what you're looking for more than anything else is is quick decision making, um, whether that is to shoot or to pass. And I think that is just an area where Hart has a, a just a massive advantage over RJ Barrett at this point. I mean, and, and part of it makes sense, right? He's, he's he's five years older, but at this point in their respective careers, he's far better at that. And and, and in crunch time situations where. All the margins get tighter. Um, I think I want him out there over RJ for that reason, plus his defense and rebounding. And quickly, um, I mean, I I think I I, it's weird to say that he's surpassed Quentin Grimes defensively because Grimes just from a height and strength perspective has physical tools that IQ can't match. But IQ the last like month and a half now has has just been brilliant on that end of the floor. The numbers reflected um, and suggest that he is the Knicks, um, or at least right there with Mitchell Robinson. Is there? Their single most impactful defensive player, and I think I think Tibbs is going to honor that given what Quickly is doing offensively of late. Um, he, he he had another really good game, and I want to I want to talk about it in just a sec. But first, um, if if your New Year's resolution uh, is to eat a little bit healthier, um, there, there's, there's only there's only one place for you to go. If you if you don't want to sacrifice on taste, um, and then you got to try a built bar. We just got through the holidays, and um, I, I know for me that was an emphasis to to eat a little bit healthier this year. But also, like I was, I was already someone who was who was eating pretty healthy. Like my goal was to was to bulk up a little bit and put on some weight, and maybe maybe that's not not readily apparent for the you guys watching on YouTube. Um, but um, I, I, I've, I've been described as as having an an Andrea bargnani esque physique. Um, but, but you know what, eating some built bars, um, could, could potentially help with that. So if you're like me, um, you got to try built with built healthy is actually tasty. Seriously. They're so delicious. Um, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your news resolution. What makes built bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in hundred percent real chocolate. That's right. Real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. I'm I'm honestly not sure how they do it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better. They are healthy, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar with a whopping, 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years. We've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's club. That's right. Head to the nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churros. You can thank me later. All right. um, As promised, more Emmanuel, quickly talk. Um, he he had um, one of my one of my favorite plays in this game, and and no, I'm not I'm not, I'm not even talking about the the off the backboard lob to, to Julius Randle for that fourth quarter dunk. Though so that was certainly the cherry on top of an of an incredible uh, Knicks win. Uh, I'm talking about flashback to uh, I believe the end of the first quarter, maybe the beginning of the second. Um, he came over in help for Mitchell Robinson and stripped Jonas Valanciunas and then just dribbled up the court and banged a right wing three. And I was just kind of thinking, I mean, kind of in line with what I was just talking about with the Knicks having one of the best bench duos in the league, just how many individual guys in the NBA who come off the bench can, can make that kind of play with any sort of consistency, right? The defensive acumen, I mean, in, in terms of the IQ and also just no pun intended and, and the strength of his hands, they get the strip on balance and then the gutsiness and and the skill to to dribble up and hit a pull up three as he did. And I don't think it's something that we as Knicks fans should be taking for granted. He's one earlier this year. He wouldn't, he wouldn't really have really had the confidence to pull it off, maybe on either side of the basketball. Um, But even beyond that, like just, just the talent. And I I still, I still kind of wonder um, if, if that guy, we saw his rookie year is in there. like someone who like could in a big, in a playoff game could shock us and have a 30 point game that could, Swing a series because the scoring talent is so apparent. and and the emphasis for um iQ of late has been more about um efficiency than it is volume. Um, he had this he had this two game stretch, like I'm, I'm I'm pulling up his game log right now. So I mean, like like look at the last eight games from five for ten, six for eleven, five for eleven, four for eight, six for nine, five for eight, seven for fifteen, right? It D- doesn't score over twenty once, but also doesn't score. Less than 13 in either of those games. The last time he went over 25 was was back in 2022. It was December 31st against the Rockets. When he had 27 the night before against the Spurs. He had 36. If you remember, that was when everyone was out. Um, that game against the Rockets wasn't particularly efficient. The game against the Spurs was was pretty incredible. Um, and then the game before that was the one against the Mavs where he had like 11 assists in the first 15 minutes of the game and was was absolutely passing out of his mind. But Point being, I, I think there is an efficient 30-point game in there. I don't think it's needed right now, given all the balance that the Knicks have. I mean, currently looking like the team they were honoring tonight with the 1973 Knicks. But there's more that he can do. All right. Um, as far as other notable stuff, um, I, I just loved um, – I, I, I didn't. I, I wasn't covering the Wizards game the other night. So for me, this is my first game back, um, full game back with Mitchell Robinson. Just, just great to see him. Uh, running the floor and I think I think everyone is getting in on the joy of 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 this team um being dominant on certain nights these days and th- this was th- this game just like I th- I think I kind of just felt like Mitch's transition dunk was was a microcosm for how easy this game was for the Knicks and and, and that pass from Quickly to Randall off the backboard right like they were they were treating this like an all-star game at at certain points like essentially just clowning on the Pelicans. Randall hit just this crazy fadeaway in the fourth quarter. These guys were having fun. This was this was a celebration, not just of the 1973 team, but just how well this team is playing at the moment. And I, I know it's not going to be that easy every night. It's certainly, I don't think it's going to be that easy uh, tonight against the Boston Celtics. But this team has a confidence, a swagger, and... And not to not to overdo it with the Josh Hart stuff, but I think I think that acquisition really solidified things because now it just feels like the Knicks certainly don't have the ceiling of the Celtics, the Bucks, the Suns, the Nuggets, and the Western Conference, but their floor is really, really high. And they just they don't they don't have a clear cut weakness right now. And that is that is a reason for extreme optimism on my end. A a massive win for the New York Knicks. And uh, a big one coming up tonight against the Celtics. And we'll have you covered um, on lockdown Knicks. But until then, um, we'll talk to you soon. Peace out.